And hello to each and every one of you out there. Welcome to the Threes on Fire podcast, along with Sadell Boyd and our finally returning John Eli. I am Irving Henderson. Uh, we are still in the middle of our uh, NFL previews for the season. Don't forget, next week we will have our full-on prediction show, let you guys know who we think is going to win it all this year. Uh, but as it stands right now, we are at the end of our discussions on the divisions. We have gone through the north, the south, the west. We are now finally up to the east. Uh, so, obviously, we're going to start with the AFC East because we have started with the AFC in each show. Uh, first of all, uh, I do want to get something out the way. Um, John, yeah, you were at the Phillies game this afternoon. The Phillies got their asses handed to them, but that's not what I want to talk about. Uh, I'm going to give you a couple of minutes here to talk about your Hawaii Little League team winning the Little League World Series today uh, by mercy rule. <laughs> yes, yes, by mercy, because they kept killing all the other teams by at least 10 runs. I have I've never seen that. I've been watching the Little League World Series for quite a few years. I have never seen teams get smoked by 10 runs so many times during the whole series. I think and I'm was, what was yeah. what was the final today was 13 to 3. The game only went four innings. So I mean Yeah. I, I feel bad for the television audience that was, you know, locked in, ready to watch a good game, and yeah. within like an hour the game was over. Right. <laughs> so the thing about uh uh those Hawaii kids and uh Coach Oda. They are so humble. They won't brag about anything or nothing. They'll just right. humble pie. Mm-hmm. They'll make sure. Yo, this is yeah, new. yeah. Mercy sure. gotta be new. Because no. I'm, I'm looking. No, I'm look. Look here. I, I, all right. Well, relatively new, actually. Now yeah, that I'm looking yeah. at it because. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It is relatively. New. I just saw a score in the within the history of it. Uh, Taiwan like destroyed California twenty one to one. Yeah, that's a little ridiculous. Yeah, you yeah you can't let no kids get mopped like that. <laughs> no, no man, so, that ain't, ain't cool at all, yo. Yeah, man, but I'm proud of those kids, and you know, congratulations because it's pretty much the only thing that Hawaii can win at this point because. Mm. If you saw that college football game last night, you were rooting for the Little League World Series today. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah they got mopped by Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt shouldn't be mopping anybody. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's, let's get on with the, uh, the, the preview here in the AFC. And as usual, we start with the division winner. And it was the Buffalo Bills who finished 11-6 and six last season. Uh, they lost an absolute classic in the divisional round uh, to the Kansas City Chiefs, 42-36 to in overtime. Uh, their biggest addition in the offseason, uh, if you listen to our conversation on the NFC West, uh, it's Von Miller. Uh, I-, I was surprised that Von Miller left the Rams, but if there's a guy that can really get a defense over the hump that can use it, it's the Bills. And, uh, of course, he comes in, uh, the Bills lose defensive end Jerry Hughes. Uh, John, who's the player to watch on Buffalo? Uh, basically, the same player to watch is like the last like, couple of years. It is Josh Allen. He's been doing yeah. his well, you know, you know, he's been doing his job. Now can him and the offense score more points and get over the hump? Right. Well, I don't think scoring points is a problem, man. I think that like they didn't have problems scoring in that game against the Chiefs. I mean, no. you scored 30, you scored 36 points, you should win. Right. You, you scored should. with 13 seconds left, you should win. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, so I, yeah, that defense, they, they are gonna definitely need Von Miller, but I can I can see where uh Josh Allen is the player to watch us. Now, what is the Bills toughest three game stretch here? Right out the gate, and it's really four games. Okay. Um, <clears throat> starting with the the season opener at the Rams. Then you have the then you have the next week, um, September nineteenth, home game against the Titans. Then you have uh, nine September twenty fifth at the Dolphins, and then October second at the Ravens. So actually, they first four games first four games with with teams with playoff uh, and <clears throat> playoff aspirations. Excuse me. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna move on now to the New England Patriots. The Patriots finishing. 10 and 7 got absolutely destroyed by the Bills in the wild card round, uh, losing 47 to 17. Uh, their biggest addition, they have wide receiver Devontae Parker added to the roster. Uh, their biggest departure is center Ted Karras. John, who's our player to watch with the Patriots? Should be Mac Jones, right? Okay. Should definitely be Mac Jones. Um, be- I'm. I'm interested going, to see how he develops. Yes. Uh, that's why I'm saying him because, mm-hmm. you know, he can't go any worse than when he was. So, you know, you can only go up. So, oh, it uh, can get worse. Oh, believe me. It, it can it can definitely get worse for a quarterback. I mean, being a Philadelphia fan, yeah. oh, boy, we didn't see situations get worse. <coughs> Carson Wentz. <laughs> <coughs> Oh, all right. Uh, Sadell, what is the. Yeah, you had to do Wentz like that, man. Hey, listen, we'll we'll get to that on the second yeah. segment. Um, yeah. you can, you what is the Patriots? Oh, no. Kevin Cobb was a disaster waiting to happen. I already. Yeah. I knew. Listen, yeah. when, we, when we get in between segments, I'll tell you my real feelings on Kevin Cobb because <laughs> I'll try to be careful that it doesn't turn into, like, a special unfiltered, unfiltered on Kevin Cobb. <laughs> I try to keep my comments on Kevin Cobb brief when we go in between segments. Uh, so, now, what are, what is the toughest three-game stretch for the Patriots? Okay, so getting coming down towards the end of the season, they kind of did the Patriots dirty. Okay. Um, starting December twelfth, they have they are at the Cardinals on a Monday night game. Then, then they turn around. They play uh, at the Raiders uh, December eighteenth on a Sunday night game. Mm-hmm. And then on the twenty fourth, they play the Bengals on a Saturday night game. Damn. Mm. No, actually a Saturday early game. A Saturday early game. Wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah, the NFL so, don't, they don't like they don't like hoodie much. No, <laughs> they, they gonna make him to earn it. this one. Yeah, they yeah, really they find a way to stick it to him with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I double you know I kind of double glanced at that. I was like, what's up with the the dates on this? It's like surely I got this wrong, but mm-hmm. over the span of uh, twelve days, they have three games. Mm. Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, moving on to the Miami Dolphins, who uh, yesterday seemed real adamant about winning a preseason game with their starters against second and third stringers. Uh, They finished nine and eight last year. Uh, Their biggest addition, uh, obviously, wide receiver Tyreek Hill, one of the fastest players, if not the fastest player in the league. Uh, Of course, you bring in a wide receiver, you lose a wide receiver. Uh, they lost Devontae Parker. Uh, John, who's their player to watch? It would be Tua Tungvaloa. Uh, okay. Now, there's zero excuses for him. He has every offensive weapon that you can possibly get now. Because now he – so, basically, he's got Tyreek and his boy from Bama. So, there's there's zero, zero – excuses now yeah and you know what uh nfl nfl's facebook page put that pass that two or through the tyreek hill up on social media last yeah. night yeah um, i saw that 
Um, yeah, it was a nice play, but it was way underthrown. A better quarterback with a better arm hits Tyreek Hill in stride, and it's six points. It's not where he's got to make an adjustment to come back for the ball and get tackled as soon as he catches it. I mean, yeah, he, he got past the corner. He got past the safety. He's open. Tua does not have a big arm. He doesn't. And I'm telling you right now, those kinds of plays against, you know, better defenses are not going to be there. That pass is going to get picked. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. More than likely. All right. Uh, toughest three-game stretch for the Dolphins. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, They did the Dolphins dirty. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me at all. They, they, no. did them, they did them extra dirty. And I had a three-game stretch in there, a September three-game stretch, which they have to play against uh, the Ravens, Bills, and Bengals. But let me uh, – Interest you guys in in this stretch coming down on the back end of their season, almost mm-hmm. to the end. Uh, December fourth at the 49ers. Ooh. December eleventh at the Chargers. Ooh. December eighteenth at the Bills. Now notice how all those games were on the road. Now, in addition to those three games in that stretch, they have to come home, <laughs> play the Packers on the twenty fifth, and then the Patriots on. At the Patriots on January first. Oh damn, they gotta go to the Patriots. Now see if the Patriots had to come to them, it'd be a different story. It'd be different. <laughs> damn, the league did them dirty. Oh wow, that's the totally. first. That's the first five game stretch you've given. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. They did. Yeah, good well, and, and four yeah, four out of those five games are on the road. Mm, Three of them. That's on the road. that's. A- that's a bad way to end the season. Well, they better they better bank some early season wins because if not, it, it's a wrap. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, now we got to talk about the bottom of the division, and we of course are speaking about the bum ass New York Jets. I am contractually obligated to call them the bum ass New York Jets. <laughs> Just figured I'll let everybody know that uh, the bum ass New York Jets went four and thirteen a season ago. Uh, their biggest additions, uh, there are two here, uh, especially when you're talking about the offensive line. Uh, they added tackle Dwayne Brown and guard Lakin Tomlinson. Uh, big time need for those guys, especially having a young quarterback. If you can't protect them, I mean, you're in trouble. So picking up uh, two guys on the offensive line will certainly help. Uh, the biggest departure, they lost safety Marcus May in the offseason. Uh, John, who's the player to watch from the bum-ass Jets this year? Uh, nobody. (laughs) Don't watch him. Okay, good good night, everybody. (laughs) Uh, uh, I'm just going to have to go with Zach Wilson, right? (laughs) Okay, yeah, well, you went all quarterbacks here. That doesn't surprise me. Um. Sidell, other than the entire season for these dudes, uh, what is specifically their toughest stretch of the year? The whole season. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, specifically, <laughs> specifically, they have to play um, October 30th, uh, home game against the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Then uh, November the 6th, home game against the Bills. And then uh, November 20th, at the Patriots. So, yeah, it's going, listen, it's going to be another tough season for them fans out there, so <laughs> good luck with it. It's one uh, of those divisional beatdown type of occasions. You know, uh, they went 4-13 and last year. I don't know if they'll – I mean, maybe. Maybe they do better. I mean, but 5-12 and isn't that much better than 4-13. and All right, well, listen, uh, we're going to take a pause. We're going to come back, and we're going to talk about the NFC East, which uh, should be interesting this year, at least at the top of the division. 
and there's one team that uh, people think could be in the mix, I'll give you a hint. It's not the New York Giants. <laughs> <laughs> you are listening to the Three Soul Fire Podcast. All right, we are back with the Threes All Fire podcast. Before, before we get into this conversation about the NFC East, obviously we have to give out our awards. Uh, John, I know this might be a little difficult, but uh, who was your dumbass of the week? Where do I start? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I got it. The Philadelphia fan base that bought tickets to the Iron Pigs games up oh, till Saturday, man. knowing damn well he was getting called up before Saturday. <laughs> John, what did I say? What did I say? After after he hit that second home run, what did I say? I said he'll be back Friday. Yep. He'll be and back he Friday. There's no way they were going to keep him in Lehigh Valley all the way through the weekend and wait until they go on the road to play. Yeah. Are you what? serious? And he was back Friday. First of all, did you see the, the attendance for the Red Series averaged about 21 in those yep. games? Yep. Yep. I was there Monday night. It was just under 20, right? You want fans in your building. You don't, you don't want to fill somebody else's building. So, of course, Harper was coming back for the weekend because he, because he was hitting the ball. And he's right. still hitting the ball now. I don't want to talk about the day. I want to forget about what happened today, like, yeah, yeah. as soon as possible. But, um, yeah, if you bought tickets to go see the Iron Pigs because you thought Harper was going to stick around throughout the weekend, you definitely deserve to be on this dumbass of the, uh, of the week list. Uh, Sadell, who is your person or people of the week, depending on who you have? Oh, my person of the week is uh, <clears throat> Leon Edwards, the new uh, UFC welterweight champion. Oh, man. Oh, wow. Yeah, we could have did that one last week, but I see it. Yep. Yeah. That yeah, was well, a shocker. That was well, a shocker. Winner by, winner by KO in the fifth round against the former champ, Kamaru Usman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he was the getting, last minute to go. Yeah, yeah. The last minute to go. I was gonna say that. I was gonna say he was pretty much losing the whole. <laughs> he was losing the whole match. He had lost every round up until that point. Mm-hmm. And he a combination. Uh, he threw a left. He threw a left like jab. Usman ducked it, but the left foot was coming, and uh, that was all she wrote. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was that was a that was a good fight. And the one thing I will say, I I, I love about combat sports, uh, especially when you talk about MMA or boxing. Um, a fight is never over until that last round bell dings. So it doesn't matter if you've been losing every round in the fight, as long as you're still standing. It only takes one punch, or in this case, one kick to turn everything around and that was that was shocking. I I, I don't think anybody expected that. No. At all. I didn't. Usman for sure didn't. Yep. No, he didn't. <laughs> Definitely. All right. Well, uh my my thing of the week uh is the returning college football season. Um we had what is called week 0 this past week. Uh no real big games went down. Uh, although there was a very entertaining game uh, from Ireland uh, between Northwestern and Nebraska, which Northwestern won. John, I'm surprised you didn't mention in your dumbass of the week the fact that the fans at this game got oh, free that. beer. Yeah, that, that. They got free beer because the internet went down and they yeah. couldn't do the point of sale transaction. No. <laughs> So fans, they were giving beer away because they had to. Yeah. Uh, uh, I do have a thing of the week. Okay, hold on. Before we get to that, uh, this week, uh, which is week one, uh, we do have some good games and good in quotation marks because you never know. Uh, we have 
Oregon and Georgia uh, on Saturday afternoon. Uh, Georgia number three, Oregon number 11. Georgia is 17 and a half point favorites. That is the Chick-fil-A kickoff game. Uh, you have Notre Dame and Ohio State, which is the Saturday night game. Uh, that will be uh, at 7.30, Notre Dame number five, Ohio State number two. Ohio State, 17 and a half point favorites. Uh, the wow. only other ranked matchup, uh, you have Cincinnati, number 23, taking on number 19, Arkansas in Arkansas. Uh, Alabama will be in action. They will take on Utah State. Alabama, clearly the biggest favorites of the week. They are 40 one point favorite. <laughs> well, thanks, Utah State. Get this money and get this ass whooping. Oh, <laughs> uh, John, what's, what's your thing of the week? My thing of the week, so as you know, I have a lot of uh, friends over in, in like the UK and stuff, so they've uh, not really forced me to get into Premier League uh, soccer, but mm-hmm. uh, Saturdays and Sundays during like like you know uh, 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 seven thirty in the morning, if I'm up, I will catch a game or two uh, on Amazon Prime. Uh, as you know, there is a mm-hmm. few of the uh, uh, series called uh, All for Nothing. Uh, yes, there's a couple of them with uh, the Tottenham uh, Hotspurs. Mm-hmm. There's one. There's one with Arsenal, and then there's one with Manchester City. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've watched all three of them, and they it's it's great content, and it's a definite watch. Okay, yeah, all or nothing. All or nothing. All or, all or nothings have all been pretty good. Yeah. Um, if you guys want to go back and even check out some of the old ones, uh, the one on the Los Angeles Rams, uh, the year that they moved from St. Louis to L.A., that was pretty good. Uh, also, the one on the – I think that was the 2019 Eagle season. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yep. it was the 2019 Eagle season. That one was really good as well. In fact – that series exposed Orlando Scandrick for being a fraud because he came out, he came out and talked all this uh, shit about how bad Malcolm Jenkins was. But in the series, he was saying he was such a good captain and he was like happy to play. Like Orlando Scandrick has zero credibility. So anybody that watches uh, him when he's on FS1, you can tune out everything he says because he's full of shit. All right. Yes. And and I'm gonna try to keep this from turning into unfiltered on Orlando Scandrick. And we're gonna pivot. <laughs> we're gonna well, pivot I, to I the, get, let me get one more thing of the weekend, man. Go ahead. Um what's up with these uh scrimmage fights in the NFL? Oh God. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo. Why is Aaron Donald swinging two Bengals helmets, man? Why? Man. Listen, man. Why? Listen. Listen. I, my thing is, I don't know why those two were set up to be the ones scrimmaging each other. You just played the Super Bowl. You yeah. knew that was going to be. You knew that was going to be intense. You knew yeah. it. Who put you that know together? <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. It reminds me of uh, it reminds me of the 30 for 30 on the Celtics and Lakers where they were asking why they scheduled them to play so many preseason games against each other when you know <laughs> these teams don't like each other one bit. Like, yeah. why would you schedule, especially as contested of a game that that was, yeah. why would you schedule them against each other in the preseason and have them do joint practices together? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what? And and <clears throat> secondarily, you can give the NFL dumbass of the week for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so let's let's move on and talk about the NFC East. And of course, we will talk about uh the division winners, the Dallas Cowboys first. They finished 12 and 5 last year. Uh they lost 27 to 23 to the 49ers in the wild card round in what is easily the 
dumbest ending to a football game I've ever seen in my life. I, I don't for the life of me know still to this moment what the game plan was, what Mike McCarthy was thinking while you're running a quarterback draw with the clock running out. You need a yeah. touchdown. You don't need a field. It was just dumb. 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 Um, and, and if some Cowboys fans are listening and you got tight after I said that, mm, rectify that among yourself. All right. Um, the biggest addition uh, to the Cowboys in the offseason was Dante Fowler, uh, defensive end. Their biggest departure, uh, tackle Lyle Collins. And this is a team that really needs their offensive line to be intact. They also just lost, uh, what is his name, Tyron Smith? Yeah, Tyron Smith. Tyron Smith. They just lost Tyron Smith for practically – the entirety of the regular season. Uh, he may not return until December, if that. Right. Uh, what they say, tore his hamstring off the bone? Yes, off the bone. Off the bone? Off yeah, off the bone. Yeah, bringing him back may be a problem. That's, that's I mean, you don't want – I, I want to make this clear. I want to make this clear. I don't root for any injuries on any team. I don't. I don't care if it's a team that I really don't like, like Dallas, or a team that I utterly despise, like Washington or the Jets or the Giants. You don't want guys to get hurt. Like, I, I, I want to be the team at full strength or yeah. as close to full strength as you can get. Hearing something like that, like, it's just a game, people. It's just a game, all right? It's all in fun, like – we don't hate these people in real life. Like we're not going out like trying to blow up mailboxes or nothing like that. Yeah. But um John, who's the Cowboys player to watch? CD Lamb. Because Amari Cooper is no longer there. Right. That's right. A so you already know that Prescott's gonna be who he is, and now He's basically should be fully healed from his injury, which happened, I believe, what two seasons ago. Right. So, so, so he should be back up to par. CD Lamb is now your number one receiver. Yeah, and I'm I'm looking at their receiving core right now. Um, they don't have the talent at wide receiver. I'm just looking at it. And again, I don't know. Now, again, we don't know these guys. We don't know whether or not, you know, they'll be able to produce. But I'm looking at these names. I mean, Michael Gallup is on the physically unable to perform list. Uh, You have uh, Jalen Tolbert, Noah Brown, uh, James Washington. I mean, I, I, I don't I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it with this receiving core. You have one guy now. Um, yeah, this could get bad. <laughs> this yeah, could yeah. get bad. This could bad get bad. Uh, you, you just lost an offensive lineman. You're a run-based team. Um, your receivers aren't that good. You're right for the picking right now. Yeah, yeah they better hope their defense does that. Yeah. Yep. Um, uh, Sadell, toughest three game or toughest stretch of the season for Dallas? Yeah, so it seems like the league tried to make it a little bit easy on the Cowgirls. Mm-hmm. But uh, they do have this stretch. They do have this stretch that um, should be very concerning for them, which they have the rivalry game uh, October 2nd versus mm-hmm. the, the Commanders. Heck, it's, mm-hmm. it's so hard to <laughs> uh, get used to saying commanders. Yeah, and I, I keep trying not to say Cobra Commanders. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I've been running with that joke. I've been running with that joke ever since I heard it. <clears throat> right. And then uh, <laughs> October 9th, they they go to the Rams, and then mm-hmm. uh, October sixteenth, they go to the Eagles. Okay. Yeah, that's a Sunday night game, and. I looked up the ticket prices for that game. I thought that would be uh, the highest running ticket right now for the Eagles to get in the building. It's not. It's wow. not. It is the Probably game Pittsburgh. against Pittsburgh. Yes. Pittsburgh is the hardest ticket to get. And let's go ahead and talk about the Philadelphia Eagles, who 
surprised everybody with this playoff run. Uh, they went nine and eight. However, they lost to the Buccaneers 31 to 15 in the wild card round. <clears throat> to be expected, uh, they were they were in over their heads going into this game. Way uh, over heads. But I, I think that um, I think that there were some things that Nick Sirianni did to turn that season around because John, you and I both agree. Yeah. We were off the Nick Sirianni bandwagon rather quickly. Yes, very quickly. Especially when he was talking about, you know, flowering and watering yeah. and planting. But, yeah. but, but flower power ended up making a playoff run. So, so I, mean, I mean, I can't really say too much about it. Um they come into this season with a lot of expectations. Uh, again, we're not going to talk too much about that this week. We'll talk about that next week. Uh, biggest addition for the Eagles in the offseason, wide receiver A.J. Brown, giving Jalen Hurts another weapon on the offensive side of the ball. Much needed. Uh, the biggest departure, uh, guard Brandon Brooks retiring. Um, yeah, Hell of a hell of an offensive lineman. Sad to see his career uh, come to a, a little bit of a premature end. But uh, yeah, that's 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 a tough one. I do think that uh, also as far as biggest additions, um, I do think that the Eagles drafting Jason oh, wow. Kelsey's eventual replacement. Yes was and, a smart idea. Oh, and the and, biggest departure that I didn't mention, the Eagles traded the legendary <laughs> J.J. Ortega Whiteside to the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> really? The greatest Oh, man, John, who's, who's your player to watch on the Eagles? <laughs> Uh, uh, it would have to be Jalen Hurts, right? Yeah, year, maybe year two, year maybe two, or as a full time starter, as a full time starter, or mm -hmm. you can go with Jordan Davis, the rookie out of Georgia. Uh, mm -hmm. So, so the Eagles did a couple good things. They mm -hmm. drafted they drafted Jason Kelsey's replacement. They right. also drafted Fletcher Cox's soon-to-be replacement. Because mm -hmm. Fletcher's almost, you know, he's almost like... Yeah, he's on his last legs. Yeah, he's yeah. on his last legs. But he still produces, but there is no excuse for Jalen Hurts this year. Now no, he gave him, none. None. He gave him, he gave him A.J. Brown. Mm-hmm. He gave him Devontae Smith last year, mm -hmm. and now he gave him A.J. Brown this year. Yep. If if he cannot throw from his left, they're going to be in the same spot that were last year when he couldn't yeah. throw. So yeah, and that that that'll be a problem. That that'll he, be a big problem. Um, he, he's got the there's no yeah. You're right. There there are no excuses. There are no excuses. Um, granted, this is his second you know year as the full time starter. Right. So. Um, the interesting thing to see is how that development from one year one to year two went. Um, Sadell, now here's my thing. I'm one of those people that think the Eagles get done dirty every season when it comes to the schedule. <laughs> of course you do. What yeah, is the yeah. toughest stretch of games for the Eagles this year? So, you know, you've enlightened me to something um, about the Eagles since we spoke <laughs> about the Steelers. You said it's been how long again since the Steelers won here in Philly? 1965 was the last time the Steelers won a game in Philadelphia. Yes. Right. So, with that said, <laughs> with that in tradition going, um, I'm going I'm to take away the three-game stretch that I had with them in it. <laughs> okay. And Because uh, I actually had two. I had two options in this. And I'm going to go with the other one. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say uh, November 20th at the Colts, mm -hmm. November 27th versus the Packers, and December 4th versus the Titans. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. yeah. That, that, that's, 
those those two home games right there are going to be a doozy, a definite doozy because the Packers are the Packers, and man, that defense better have them helmets strapped on tight going after Derrick Henry if he's healthy, right? Going into that, that point, yeah, yep. All right, well, I don't really want to do it, but, I, you know, in the interest of fairness, we got to talk about the Washington Commanders who have a new name this year. They were the Washington football team for the last couple of seasons. They settled on Commanders. The name actually got leaked out because they were putting the banners up at FedEx Field. A helicopter flew over. They took the pictures, and before they wanted to, Washington had to reveal what the new name of the team was. Now, I'm not a big fan of this name. I'm not. It's not a bad name, but I think if they were going to go military, admirals may have worked a little better. You know, know, the commanders, all right, still better than Redskins. Uh, They finished 7-10 last year. Of course, Eagles fans are going to be – salivating at their biggest addition because it's quarterback Carson Wentz. Wentz uh, was given a good opportunity in Indianapolis to sort of revive his career. And the way the season ended with them losing games, they had no business losing, especially the last game of the year, against a Jacksonville Jaguars team that had their bags packed and the cars running to get the hell out of Dodge. I mean, the one thing I don't want, and I don't want to keep hearing, I don't want to keep hearing the excuses for Carson Wentz. I don't. Yeah, Not from any, from any fan base, just from football fans in general. They said he got a raw deal here in Philly. And you know what? I disagree with that, but okay, let's say that's true. He got a raw deal here in Philly. What's the excuse for what happened in Indianapolis? Are you going to tell me? Are you going to tell me he didn't have good talent in Indianapolis? And when I had my my rant on Carson Wentz a while back, don't give this guy a bunch of praise for getting to the playoffs with practice squad players. But then in the same tone of speak, say, well, he doesn't have any help. Yep, can't do it. He can either win without having help or he needs the help. Yep. All right, we're not going LeBron, Carson Wentz, all right? No. Uh, the biggest departure for the commanders was guard Brandon Sheriff. Uh, yeah, when you're talking about a quarterback who's been getting hit a lot the last couple of years – you let your best offensive lineman walk. I, I mean, yeah, that, that doesn't seem to be very doesn't bright. Well, um, going to be a long season in Washington. Uh, John, John, who's your player to watch? Uh, I'm going to try to stay away from Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go Antonio Gibson, the running back. Okay. Good choice. He, yeah, that's a good he, choice. Can he keep propelling himself to being a top-tier back? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I may have gone – I may have gone – if I was – I may have gone Terry McLaurin because now McLaurin has a quote-unquote quality quarterback throwing to him. Be interesting yeah. to see how he does this year as well. Uh, <clears throat> Sadell, toughest stretch for Washington. Uh. <laughs> All right, let me not do that again. But uh, <laughs> the Cobra Commanders, go ahead. Yo, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did 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 you uh, you go on pause for a minute there, my man? Uh oh, Sadell. Uh oh, good. You good? You hear me? Yeah, yeah I can yeah. hear you. Yeah. Oh no, I was throwing y'all. I was throwing y'all to ooh. I oh, said I, you we, you we took done. it. We said the Cobra Commanders give us their toughest three game stretch. I'm giving it to you. What the whole season? 
No. Oh, maybe you missed it. I said starting September 25th, home uh-huh. game versus the Eagles. A game, oh, yeah. a game which might as well be a away game because Eagles fans dominate their stadiums. Every <laughs> chance we get. Yeah. Uh, oh, and by the way, by the way, um, that's their fault. Just a little. Just, just a little. Just a little. Uh, FedEx Field is the worst stadium worst. in the yeah. NFL. Yeah. Now I gotta say the NFL because the worst stadium in the world is that dump in Oakland where they can't even get five thousand fans in the building to watch the A's play, but you can get two. Fi- you know what? I ain't even gonna talk about that. Nah, one. Don't do it. Don't do it. Go ahead. Their quote unquote home game against the Eagles. Go ahead. <laughs> then uh, the next week, uh, October the 2nd, they go to the Cowgirls. Uh huh. And then uh, October 9th, they have the Titans uh, in that stadium again. Oh, man. Get that stadium. Yo, blow that stadium up, man. Blow it up. Blow up that and the parking lot because it, it's, it is, it's tough it is easily the worst. Bad. It's, it's easily to get in and out of there than the freaking Pentagon. But uh, no, I, I will never, I will never go to another game at FedEx Field in my life ever. ever. No, not ever. I don't care if the tickets are free. I'm not going. I, I can't do it. It's it's bad, man. Everything about that place is bad. But um. <laughs> Back to the Oakland thing. John, I'm surprised you didn't have them as the dumbasses of the week. <laughs> I, look, look, look. It's hard. Look, look. It's hard. It, it's hard to it's hard to not pick on the people that bought the Iron Pigs tickets. Thinking, so, I got you. So I got so, you. But them. Oh man. So so I did send a buddy of mine a joke. Asking him how Harper looks last night. Oh man, that's you, know, yeah, you, you yeah. wrong for that, man. Yeah. You wrong hey, for man. that. Hey, man, oh, for, for, the, for those that don't know the inside joke here about Oakland, uh, there was uh, a couple that got caught being a little too lovingly in the crowd. Yeah. Uh, if you want to, if you want to see for yourself, you can look it up on Twitter. I'm not going to look at that video again. That was just bad. That was just bad. (laughs) All right. Well, moving on and finally closing out the NFC East, we have the New York Giants. Now, the Giants don't get the distinction that the Jets get being called the bum-ass New York Giants, although we could call them the bum-ass New York Giants because they went 4-13 and last year. Uh, Their biggest addition came in the draft. They drafted edge rusher Kayvon Thibodeau. Uh, their biggest departures, they lost cornerbacks James Bradbury and yeah, Logan Ryan. Thanks, New York, for uh, James we'll, Bradbury. We'll, we'll definitely take that. Uh, John, who's who's their player to watch? Uh, you would have to go Daniel Jones, right? Because <laughs> Not necessarily, but okay. Because basically it's a make it or break it for him, right? Cause True. If he, because if he stinks again this year, they're just going to have to drop the quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. I'd have said Saquon. I'd have said Saquon coming off that injury. Yeah, can he stay healthy? Can he finally stay healthy for one year? Dang. Well, Mm -hmm. well, that would be the other thing. Will they get rid of Saquon after this season if he is a China doll again? True. You certainly can't pay him. You can't pay him. No, you can't can't pay him. Nope. All right, Stell, toughest stretch of the season for the Giants. Well, the 2022 NFL season. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, that's bad. That is bad. Listen, man, them them fans in New York, man, I, I I don't feel sorry for them New York fans one bit. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, Knicks, Nets, Knicks, Nets, Giants, Jets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they better get worse. They they better yeah. they better watch a lot of baseball. Yeah, they better hold one of them oh, baseball teams get it Earth, done. Earth. What's up? When we get done, I actually 
completely forgot about the real dumbass of the week. But continue. Oh boy, yeah, go ahead. The, the toughest part of the season. The last three games. <laughs> when is at the bike uh, December? Oh, versus the Colts home versus the right first and uh at the Eagles on uh January the uh point in the season probably all but given up so last three games gonna be a task for them. Mm-hmm. Man, such a shame. Yeah, well, yeah, I'd, I'd like to tell you I feel sorry for the Giants. I don't, but <laughs> you know, we really don't. Good luck with it. Good luck with it. All right. Well, now next week the big show. Uh, we will give out <clears throat> who it is that we feel as though uh, is going to win each of these divisions. Where teams are going to finish? Who's going to be in the Super Bowl? Who's going to win the Super Bowl? That whole nine. Um, and we're going to be live. Maybe. Maybe. I, I, I don't know. If I, I would, I'm kind of hoping we can. But, you know, Sadell, that would mean you and I would have to get down there super early. Yeah. Because I know, like, the draft for our fantasy league starts at 8 o'clock. Uh-huh. So... You know, we'd have to be down at Las Vegas Lounge at like six thirty to get the what show happened, in. What happened? Uh oh. Uh oh. We lose Adele? No. No, nah, I, th- yeah. I think we did. You still no, there? Still there? Yeah. Oh, well, all right, no problem. Um, no, just um, you know, if we're gonna go live next weekend, uh, we're gonna have to be at Las Vegas Lounge early. Listen, you know, I'm to, to start. Start Sorry. start the show. So uh, if we're not live, if we're not, you know, on location at Las Vegas Lounge on Saturday, uh, we'll have the show done Sunday. Um, but it's, it should be a real good one. Should be a real interesting one. Now comes the real homework for me to get all of my predictions in. Um, guys, got anything you want to add before we get out of here? Yeah, I would like to add, I would like to add a dumbass of the week. Who? Kevin Durant. For thinking, oh. for thinking he was leaving Brooklyn. <laughs> oh, he wasn't going. In, he wasn't going. In. Oh, oh, by the way, by the way, and John, John, you know what? And I'm glad you kind of like brought me back to dumbass of the week. Um, Listen, you know, don't sit up here and act like I am. I am like I'm, I'm like biased in any way, shape or form, because, you know, I'm not. You know, I am not biased. Correct. If you don't stop playing with me and give dumbass of the week to AEW for the bait and switch they gave everybody this past Thursday. Uh, or excuse me, this past Wednesday. Uh, you didn't let me finish. Also, yeah, exactly. Also, <laughs> okay. Also, <laughs> Tony Khan. Yep. What in the monkey hell were you thinking? Yep. Doing that. You had one or two options, okay? I get what you were trying to do. It failed miserably. Yep. Like because here's here's my thing. Here's my thing, and and I want to I want to try to get this out real quick so we can get out of here. Um, what you don't want to do is you don't want to advertise something and then have it go the way that it did, and then say, "Well, we're gonna do it again uh, <laughs> next week." Well, Why? Well, you could have just waited. Well, what what you're gonna see probably is you're gonna see Punk win, and he's it's, gonna, it's, and, again. Right. That, but that, even right. that's dumb. It, again, it's still dumb because you didn't have to do that match on Wednesday. Correct. And and don't get me wrong. I'll say this. I'll say this. And you were right. You were right. The main event was really damn good. So I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna knock the main event. But you're talking about your world championship match being given away on free on television and it ends in, you know, we have talked about what's going on in AEW longer than the match took. Yes. It lasted it lasted 
uh, longer than our uh, actually it lasted in less time than our Jets preview today. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, and 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 again, I I get it. I I get wanting to get eyes on your product, but at the same time, something like this will turn people off. Well, and, and it did. Thing, no, no, no. And the other thing, if you wanted the belt off a of puck, all you had to do was when he was injured, just tell him to relinquish it, and then when he comes back. Then you give him a title shot. And he was willing to do that. That's the yeah. other thing. He said, I don't know how long I'm going to be out. I'm willing to drop the title, let you have the tournament for it, and then when I come back, I'll be the number one contender. No, you didn't want to go that route. Truth be told, I think he's still hurt. I don't know how hurt he is. I think he will be ready. Listen, I think he'll be good enough to go at, at all out. I think uh, – but I, I, I think that AEW has boxed themselves in a corner right now. And it's weird to me because the momentum swing in wrestling from AEW to WWE in the last two months has been unreal. Right. But there was a big factor in that. And, mm-hmm. and it is Hunter. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what, John? Well, you know what I want to do? Let's 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 take that, right? Let's take that. Let's sit that to the side because later yes. this week I want to do uh, unfiltered with you on this subject. Yes, I'll do it. All right. Yeah. Uh, other than that, you guys have a great week. We'll wait, see wait, you wait, next wait, week. Wait, wait, hold up! I just want to make a couple more comments. Oh, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Before we get here. One comment is: I think uh, you know, let me comment on wrestling, even though I'm, I'm not a big watcher like you two, is that uh-huh. I think they, they do, like, each other a disservice because they kind of um, try to out-advertise each other with right. all the leaks and stuff. I mean, I think yeah. that's kind of detrimental to the overall product when you, well, you do things uh, like this. And like you said, they got to try to they, – they throw something out there and then they got to try to backtrack when things backfire or – Try to extend some things to make things work, right? Kind of like let things like kind of flow, and you'll have an easier time with it. Well, the thing about what happened this past week is, and and again, John, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, the the ratings for Dynamite have been like declining bit by bit. And they're staying in this, like, holding pattern of under a million viewers, right? Right, right. So when you announce a title match, people want to see that. People are going to tune in because it's a world title match. I don't care who your champion is, especially if your champion is a draw where you can get people's eyes on your product. So you do that. People are expecting something. And, and John, you know, we talked about that um, when WWE hyped up Brock Lesnar versus Kofi Kingston, right? Right, right. Yep. We were hoping it didn't go the way that it did, right? That it was going to be a competitive match, but it was a squash match. It was over quickly. And it's like, well, what the hell was that? Right, right. That's what we went that like this is what everyone was thinking. Like people did not expect AEW to do that because they've been so different from WWE. Correct. And it's like what? Well, here's the thing. They should not have done that. A because now you have all you basically have all your main stars back, right? Yes. You got, you got back Kenny Omega. You got back Brian Danielson. You got back CM Punk. You did not have to throw a title match in last week unless you have MJF come in. That was the only way that crap last week was going to work. But, and now you, you've but done. Punk had to win. But and you you've done the one opposite. thing. And, and you've done the one thing that you're not supposed to do. Correct. You're not supposed to turn off your fan base or potential fan base right. because it, it you you popped your rating in that night. You did, but now going forward, fans are like like I know a lot of people that watched on Wednesday that after that turned it off. Right. right. 
and then and then and then maybe turned it back on, maybe turned it back on during the main event because they got a phone call or a text or a message on Facebook like, "Yo, you missing a real good match right now." Turn it back on, because John, we were we were texting, and I said it. I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. Yep, and then I told you, yo, you got to turn this back on, like right now. <laughs> and I did, and and it was a it was a damn good main event, but at the at the end of the day, like, that was some bullshit. <laughs> that was some real live bullshit that they pulled. But Sadell, if you want a really good match to watch this week, uh-huh. Wednesday is that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, it's basically Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks versus. Will Ospreay and the Aussie Open, which you Aussie saw Open. right, which you saw last week. Now, here's what here's what we all thought as far as me and like a few of my friends. They didn't think they were gonna put that kind of match on a Wednesday. Like that should be a pay per view match. That's a pay per view match. Yeah, yeah. But, but and that's and that's my thing. They they AEW. Hold on. AEW went really hard to yes. give. A pay-per-view quality show, right? But when when all everyone is talking about is the negative aspect of it, was it really a good thing? <laughs> no, no, no. 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 But, but but hopefully this week will be a little bit better because it is pay-per-view time for them because All Out is Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. It's Sunday, right? S- Sunday. So. They have Wednesday and Friday to clean up this crap they did. Tony right. Khan is Tony Khan is snorting way too much. Whatever he's snorting, he needs to stop. You said it, I didn't. I want to wow. make that clear. You said it, I didn't. Um, but one, oh, one other thing, like I said, John, I do want to get that conversation in, hopefully uh, Thursday, because by Thursday we'll uh, – We'll be able to talk about what happened on Raw, talk about what happened on Dynamite, and then get ready for a jam-packed wrestling weekend next week. Yes, it is. Because next week is going to, if you again, this is one of those times if you're a wrestling fan, next weekend, just, just park yourself in front of the TV because you got wrestling Monday. You got wrestling Tuesday. Tuesday. You got wrestling Wednesday. Wednesday. Uh, if you watch mm-hmm. Impact, you got wrestling Thursday. You got SmackDown on Friday. Yeah. Uh, you got Rampage Worlds Collide. You got Rampage on Friday. Friday. Worlds Collide on Saturday. Class at the Castle on Saturday. Yep. Yep. Oh, no, excuse me. Uh, uh, Worlds Collide is, is Sunday, right? <clears throat> yes. Yeah, Worlds Collide is Sunday, if I'm not mistaken. Because I think that, well, I'll look at it, but we'll, we'll definitely have that conversation later this week, John. I want to definitely uh, do a a wrestling-centric unfiltered. Yeah. All yeah, out that Sunday. sounds like a hell of a week. Sunday. Yep. And they better get it in now because football's coming back. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It sounds like they tried to, to put all that in this, jam this into this week before football yep. started taking over weekend ratings. Yeah, yep. and again, if, 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 if you're into wrestling, listen, all I can say to you is this. Being being an ass and being a you know a tribalist and, and saying, oh well, this is this is better than like it's stupid. It's no. stupid. It's enough wrestling product out here to for enjoy everybody. for everybody. If you don't like WWE, you don't have to, but it don't 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 be like Milton shitting on something you don't watch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I wish I wish he was here because I would say something like, yo, if you don't watch it, don't talk about it. If you don't watch AEW, don't badmouth it. You don't watch Raw or SmackDown, don't badmouth it. Don't talk about what it used to be, because what it used to be isn't what it is now. It's a whole new crop of talent out here. And me personally, I'm enjoying it. I'm I, I, I am enjoying it like all it's good. of it. It's like it's drawing me back, like little by little, y'all, y'all yeah. want to come back. Listen, yeah. listen Del, hey. you can start hey. off. Listen, like if there was ever a time to start off, this is the week because they're getting ready for a couple of big shows this weekend. Yeah. All right. So you know this this will be I mean, the end, and and they the recap will tell you everything you need to know. I was going to say, and they might have one more matchup. You know, they might need to add it in. It's going to be a hardcore matchup 
featuring two uh well the newest addition to the Los Angeles Lakers, man, Pat Beverly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and a teammate Russell Russell Westbrook. Yo, you know? yo. Hey, hey, John, tell TK he need to book that match on Dynamite right there, yo. <laughs> yeah. Right there. Because that would be a hell of a lead-in to the NBA on TNT one night. Who, who, has, Russ, who has hell of a cell? And Pat Bev, and, and no, no, they ain't even got to be hell in a cell. Just a hard, <laughs> a lights-out match. No, 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 no. no, no. And on top of that, the special guest uh, uh, referee, None other than the king, LeBron James. <laughs> yeah, listen, um, another thing. We, we were supposed to get Milton on here because he was supposed to have our Madden review. Hopefully we get him on next week to give us the Madden review. Um, I'm not going to give it. I, I, I got my hands on it for a little bit. I'll let Milton handle that. I will be unbiased and let him speak his piece. Um and and I, I won't give my personal opinion on it. I'll just let him go ahead and handle that. Oh, man, here we go again. Supposed to be getting off of the show, and it stretches out just a little bit longer. Um, that's it, everybody. We'll catch you guys next week. Uh, John, uh, Thursday, Thursday, uh, Thursday night. We, we got to get that done, all right? Okay, all right, I got you. We'll catch you guys next week. Thank you for listening to the Threes on Fire podcast. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.